0: Welcome to the Continuous Delivery podcast. My name is Zarar. I'm Hino. I'm Stacy. And I'm Cheesy. Today's episode is about the definition of done. What is a definition of done?
1: It's basically an agreement between individual team members to ensure that everyone thinks the same when when some, something is considered done. When we we start working on on let's say a story or a task, it doesn't really matter what it is. If you're saying that it's complete, the definition of done will help us to understand what that means so that everyone is on the same page.
2: Yeah, so uh, some of the teams I'm working with also use that team to kind of mean the exit criteria for the columns of their Kanban board. So for example, they might walk their board and kind of define a definition of done for each column. So for example, what does it mean for in development to be completed, what does it? What what are the requirements that you need to meet in order to move it from that column to whatever the next column of your board is? Uh, so, uh, and then the ultimate definition of done is uh, deployed to production.
0: One one anti pattern of a definition of done that I've noticed is it sometimes introduces a bit of a false gate, a gate that may not need to be there and, and does cause waste in some instances, especially in Kanban, where if you have a situation where uh, your DOD says that you need to do X, whether you need to do, I don't know, unit testing at 98% and you're not necessarily there or some other criteria, uh, you start, you, 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 or, or maybe the, whatever criteria is applicable to that policy on the board, doesn't apply exactly. Then you generate a lot of waste So people are kind of debating whether this is done or not instead of just moving on with their lives. Have you seen it uh, in your experience ever cause like some waste or any any anti-patterns with it?
2: Yeah, yeah, I have. And, and you know, that's... Uh, so I'll, I'll say two things about that. The first of all is that to a large degree, the, you have to be pragmatic whenever you're looking at this. So for example, uh, some things that you might have on your definition of done... Don't apply to every single story that you might work on. For example, uh, let's say if you have some things that are related to the the user interface, you know, accessibility or some other non-functional requirement or whatever it might be. Uh, not that's not going to apply to every single story. Just like unit test coverage or things like that, you, you have to be a little bit pragmatic about it. But but also, I I will mention that that these are not static ideas either. So as teams mature, they're going to want to change their definition of done. As teams work together longer, they they need to do that. In fact, uh whenever I typically work with a team to kind of start to define what are some of the norms for like a new team, I recommend, you know, every 2 or 3 months or so they go back and review these and and continuously tweak them.
0: So in, in continuous delivery, uh, if, if we are trying to automate things and we're trying to push as much as everything into the pipeline, isn't a perfect definition of done to actually not have a definition of done and your pipeline does all the work for you? Isn't that the goal we should sort of be striving for?
3: I, I like the pipeline to help inform folks about what the current state is. But I, I love the notion of, of it being a team agreement, that that. You know there's still some level of human judgment behind it that says well the pipeline says this we we believe that you know um oh we have a pipeline improvement to make or we have uh, a a different idea than it allows us as the you know the humans on the job to do something um a little bit more meaningful um and, and and you know push forward into improvements like that or, or what have you but I. The pipeline is so good at helping you understand the state that you're in.
1: If you, uh, as a human, or if, as team members, then then also interpret that kind of output from the pipeline. It, you mentioned it yourself as well. It's a. It might actually um, encourage you to to rethink your definition of done, like uh, like Cheezy was uh, was pointing out. It's always good, for instance, to uh, to ensure that these things are up to date because. Uh, because you might, you might become more mature as a team and you might want to put more into that definition of that. You, you might want to check security stuff automatically. You might want to check your, uh, your static analysis uh, automatically you might, and, and have some, uh, some thresholds related to those things. You, you might do quite a few things that you would in the beginning not uh, necessarily think of, but as you mature as a team, you might want to include them as well.
2: Yeah, I, I I agree with where Zawar was trying to take this just a few moments ago, which is that as much as you possibly can, you want to bake into the pipeline. So some of those things that 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 Hino just mentioned, you, you absolutely can bake into the pipeline. But as much as we like to think that we can do everything in the pipeline, there still are some things that seem to be better done uh, kind of manual. For example, eyeballing what something looks like. Maybe you know we might have a situation where we have a history of something looking strange on an iPad, for example, and we might want to go out and look at it on an iPad or something like that, or maybe some exploratory testing or something of that sort. So, um, so those sort of things are are uh, are often not. It, it, you you could even bake some of those into the pipeline, I guess. But but after a while, the diminishing trade offs start to really bite at you uh, for some things. Um, the, the other thing that I'll mention is that, uh, not everything, some things happen before the pipeline, for example, uh, product folks getting user stories ready to bring to teams and teams learning about those and knowing and understand some, some ideas that you want to have around. What does it mean to move a story into the, the work stream for a team? What does that look like, et cetera? So so the pipeline can't carry it all, but it it definitely can carry a
1: lot of it. What you're referring to now, Cheesy, are those policies that you're putting, the example that you gave in the beginning, that you're putting on every transition from one column on your Kanban board into another. And you're right. uh, Anything that is before the pipeline, it's not a definition of done per se, or at least not as it's defined anywhere else, but it's still a policy. It's a policy that ensures clear communication and uh, and clear understanding that everything is in a certain state, right? So, um, so that's where uh, where that human interpretation comes in. So, when you come up with these things, you know, maybe you're setting up a team.
0: Um, I know a couple of us are setting up teams right now, and you're talking about definition. Run. Are there any good facilitation techniques that we can use to to create meaningful definitions of done? Because I, I have seen them get a little stale. You know, when you're the team goes through the same old checklist and they kind of like walk through it and barely pay attention it is, and cheesy brought up the point that these needs need to be refreshed occasionally. So they're more meaningful and sort of more temporal, but initially when creating them, are there any effective facilitation tips or techniques that, uh, that you guys can provide?
1: I've started using something, something new recently and I found it fairly, um, fairly valuable. All of us right now are uh, are working online. I'm sure many of you uh, are as well. We started, we had to come up with, with somewhat of a different facilitation techniques to, to ensure that this all worked out. So what I did was I created kind of a, a whiteboard uh, in the, the tool that we're using for this. And I put a whole bunch of, of stickies on that, um, on that whiteboard that are all specifying certain things that usually are done for a piece of, of software. On the left-hand side, we have a definition of ready. On the right-hand side, we have a definition of done. And the initial line where we draw that line on the right-hand side is literally in production. So everything is in production. Everything is tested. Everything is um, documented in a way that is necessary for compliance or whatever that might be. Anything that needs to, do- to be done for you to consider something in production and finished, that's the right-hand line. And the left-hand right- line is um you have a concept you you the only thing that you know is we need this feature without really having details about what that feature is and the workshop is only about trying to figure out how far to the right do we need to move that line on the left and how far to the left do we need that move that do we need to move that line on the right because my personal conviction is you want your definition of ready to be as lean as possible, and you want your definition of done to be as all encompassing as possible. That's your ideal state. So that's where we start from, and we just narrow it down.
2: We've heard, uh, we've said a few times that the ultimate definition of done is in production, but that's not the full picture, right? Because uh, I've had teams that have defined it as. We are in production, i.e, my code is in production, but I've also had teams that wanted to define it as our code is released. Now, the, the interesting aspect to that is, as developers, it's within our power to get code in production. So we, we can just simply do that uh, without any, you know, any um, constraint. but actually having that opened up or released to users, is often in somebody else's hands or, you know, a product person is making that sort of decision. And so I might be interesting just to explore that just a little bit.
3: Yeah. One of the things that I love to do when um, I'm working a team through this kind of thing is is to help build empathy for the other folks involved. You know, if, if you're going in to release a thing, you know, that's the customer and, and you know, you have to consider their viewpoint when you're considering when you're done, right? And the, the same can kind of happen if you've got, uh, you know, if you're still dealing with things like handoffs between individuals or teams, uh, or even if you're, uh, if you have columns on the board and and you have those roles on the team where you're um, sort of transitioning the work from from you to the next person, and the um, you know do. You, Do you really understand what it is that they need to actually work with and so getting getting the folks in the room to have that discussion is has kind of been one of my favorite things because you can you can kind of poke at them and then get them talking and and sort of make up crazy scenarios and and sort of get that loosened up and and discussed
0: yeah so uh, th- that's a great point because uh, sometimes uh, like so far we've talked about a DoD in context of the team uh, coming up with it like the development team uh, but as, as Stacy mentioned there's another aspect of it which is uh, maybe have the customer define what done really means uh, and, and to cheesy's point i mean we, we talk about this boundary as uh, you know release versus uh, production i think if you want to have a really really You know, ambitious definition of done, you could even on your teams put something like this story is not done until it's in production. And we have added some, we have gotten some feedback from the software from production. And that feedback is now in our backlog prioritized or something like that. So if you, if you, if you, um, like if you want to become an organization which is really focused on customer centricity and implementing user feedback. You could add, add your own flavor to the definition. And, and that's kind of the point of this whole thing is that uh, definition of dones tend to be very static and there's a lot of opportunity to play around with them. So they become a little bit more exciting and kind of drive the team forward instead of just the static document and confluence that you look at, you know, <laughs> once a week. Once a week? Oh,
2: that's generous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so to not make it static, that... The kind of workshop that I that I've been been running as well with that visual representation of all the actions that are happening in context of um, of a story or getting a feature out of the door, um, you you can look at that and say, okay, so what can we do this week or this month or whatever your um, your kind of improvement schedule is? What can we do this week to turn the the line of a definition of done more to the right, closer to uh, this is available for end users, or to turn uh, or to to, to uh, move the, the line on the left, which is a uh, definition of ready. How how quickly can we take in new um, new items, new features? How well-defined do they need to be? Uh, move that more to the left. And, and that's kind of your drive for continuous improvement there, right there. I don't know how I feel about a definition of ready. Like I, I've seen those those work
0: and those fail too. And, and the failed part is when they become really a big gate for the development team to push back everything because some, aspect of the DOR is not there. Have you, uh, have, you have you seen such behavior in, uh, in your experience?
1: Oh, abs- absolutely. And, and this is a, exactly why I'm saying that I, I, I want the definition of ready to, is, to be as lean as it possibly can be. The more is in your definition of ready, the more you define a waterfall kind of approach before you can start working on something. The more you need to have a certain amount of work or things completed before you can even start bringing it into the team. The best place, or the best uh, definition of ready, is we need a feature. Can we start talking about what that really means? Okay, great. Bring it into the team, right? And that's where you handle all these things. That that's my ideal one, but realistically, there's uh, there's quite a lot of organizations where where teams benefit from something more uh, more formal.
2: I I remember recently working with a team where uh, the developer said they wanted the design to be finished and approved before they brought the story in. And uh, through discussion, we we realized that actually we can start without that. And the, the, where they've eventually ended up is we need enough to get started. So in other words, they didn't need to finish design in order to start the work, but they did need something that was finished in order for them to finish the work. So it's like, we can get started. You know, and as long as it comes along uh, whenever we need it, then we're good. In fact, it might even be better if it comes just in time.
0: And that concludes this edition of the Continuous Delivery Podcast. Goodbye.